0: Phoenix Down Radio
1: is on the air. Welcome, everybody, to Phoenix Down Radio, episode number 98. We are getting really, really, really close to 100, aren't we, guys?
2: I'm stoked for episode 100.
1: It's going to be fun. We've the got pressure some ideas. Is so high. No, it's just another number. Just we had a uh, we're in a third digit. Yeah, see,
0: I say that. I say, oh, it's only a significant because it's got a bunch of zeros and it's a base ten counting system. I do my mathematician <laughs> boy thing, but inside, <laughs> oh my god, I'm
1: sweating. The fact that we're still here. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of the other podcasters have. They're they're way beyond a hundred right now, but the fact, you know, we're hitting a hundred because we do it every other week. You know, which means we're we're close to four years
0: on this. Oh my God.
1: That we've been doing That's this podcast really every other week for almost four years. And we're still going, we still have people coming to, to watch us for some reason. We still have people downloading the podcast out on iTunes, on uh, um, Spotify, on Google Play, you know, all those places. And it, it, it blows my mind. So thank you, everybody. Um, we're working on something special for 100 in a month. So stick around for that. Um, beyond that, How's everybody doing tonight?
0: Oh, why do I have to be sitting on this couch? I could be exploring.
1: Um, because we need to take a break. We we need to kind of just, you know, take in what we've experienced so far and uh, let everybody else know, you know, what our, our hot takes are.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can do hot takes. Sure. <laughs> oh, a uh, quick reminder for anyone listening, since if you've been delving into this stuff nearly as much as we have, this is a really good time to hydrate.
1: Yes, stay take care hydrated, of yourself. Fam.
0: Yes, go get up, drink some water. We'll see you in like thirty seconds or something. I don't know how long do they need to get water and like drink.
1: Well, depends on how far away the kitchen is or where their their nearest water source is.
0: All right. Well, pause the podcast, or I guess hurry <laughs> about it, but don't chug it. Like, bring the water back and sip on it while you listen. To yes. Us.
1: Small. Sarah wants you to take care of yourself. Yes, and make sure you're, you know, you're not eating too many salty snacks, and make sure you're getting up and stretching. That's the bit other big thing.
2: How about some fresh vegetables? Have you considered some fresh vegetables?
1: Does pizza? Count? I might
2: be asking a bit much. There's vegetables on my pizza. Does that count? <laughs>
1: right, that's what I was just gonna say.
2: <laughs> uh... Uh, my buddy Bannon and I straight up day before scheduled pizza to be delivered on Friday night so that we didn't have to stop playing.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I took a I, I okay I we'll talk about it in a little bit but um
0: yeah I, I had a great time um with five point I, go ahead sorry I went I went in for a thing uh, in service at work because and got a good night's sleep because I was like you know what it's still gonna be here and I can take a more leisurely path yeah I had the day off which was nice so I mean I got paid to play a pride and prejudice card game with our teen intern so I'm not gonna
1: I just switched my days off. Did you play
0: with off. the Zombies expansion? Uh, no. However... Did you end up marrying? Uh, I ended up being an old maid, but I had a reasonably good en- uh, result in my uh, old maidhood, so I certainly did better than the person who married Mr. Wickham. Ugh.
2: Well, that's not hard, but yeah. Yeah. That's such a good game.
0: I love that you know exactly which one I'm talking about
2: here. Oh, for sure. All right. A friend of mine did her dissertation on Austin, so...
1: Nice. Um... One of the things I was just going to say is with 5.0, we got more um, cross world link shells available to us now. So I went ahead and created one for the Phoenix Star radio group. If you are on primal and you want an invite to it, just let us know. Um, myself, Sarah, Talis, Nick. Nar even um, you can ask them and they will uh, in, uh, send you an invite. I don't know if yep, you noticed. Know yep. I made you guys leaders. I saw. Um, and other things coming up. Um, we're contemplating i i had tweeted out uh last week uh the idea of doing a meetup with uh yelta at uh, um an arcade bar in downtown Min- actually technically uptown minneapolis um if you see if people are interested and it's not like there's a, a bunch of you who are interested in it so um sometime in august uh either the 3rd or the 10th um the 10th if we can actually podcast from there um We're we're gonna try and set something up for out there, and uh, see if if you guys want to stop out, play some video games, have some drinks, meet other Final Fantasy fans, um, just have a good time. Um, There'll be more details coming out, but uh, make sure to uh, kind of keep that in mind if you guys want to join us. Be a good time. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been to uh, those arcade bars.
2: They're a lot of fun. There's one in Portland uh, called Ground Control. It is a blast. Mm. And I got a chance to meet up with uh, Grand Pooh Bear last time I went down there. Shout-outs to Grand Pooh Bear.
0: Cool. Ooh,
2: that's fun.
1: I may or may not have been uh, influenced by the idea that uh, uh, Rubicon and uh, um, Brian from work to game ha- held one down in Texas, so and got kind of jealous of the whole thing. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm jealous, so I'm going to do my own thing, but exactly. with blackjack and hookers, beer and video games, I guess?
1: <laughs> no, no hookers. Sorry. You got to go to another party if you want those, but we'll just do video games and, uh, and alcohol next one. Maybe we'll do, sounds uh, better. um, throw axes.
2: Ooh, that sounds rad. That sounds like, so <laughs> that, that, where, that, I need a play ticket. I'll be right there. That,
1: that's like the new thing in, in bars is, is you get to throw axes at boards.
0: They just had a thing, uh, on planet money about that, about niche sporting stuff. It was pretty interesting.
1: I've never actually done it. I know a few people who have, and they said it's a blast. I mean, even if you're really, really bad at it, you know, laughing at each other, it's, you know, that's what it's all about, right?
2: It's for the social aspect. Like, you know, people that really like golf are going to play golf. But people that like video games, there's an awesome place in Vegas where the golf balls all have little RFIDs on them, and so does your club. So you scan the ball, or you scan a thing that spits out a ball, you hit the ball into the Scoring zones, or whatever, and it tells you how far you hit and which scoring zone you hit. And there's like combo sections and yeah, like I've, targets that you have to clear by hitting all of them. It's really kind of cool. They,
1: there's actually huh. more than just Vegas, but yeah, I've seen those.
2: Yeah, there's one in Northern Oregon as well. That's the one I've been to.
1: But yeah, that's a little insane.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I mean, if, if you enjoy that kind of thing, I mean, it's a way to play golf without having to actually, you know, go out and play golf you know like lugging the the clubs around and walking I, all over the place.
2: I don't want to walk all over hills. I don't want to play fetch with myself, but I am super down for drinking outside and driving a golf cart. I will do that. That well, sounds like fun.
1: That's the best part of golf right there.
2: Pretty much, and it's like eh, I don't necessarily need golf clubs to do that part. That's the that's the part I'm into.
1: Welcome to Phoenix on Radio, You're in your newest golf podcast. Just <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No, we're not going that way. Um, anything else you guys have been up to? Well, aside from the obvious. Um, What were yes, you up to before actually, yesterday started?
2: So, I decided to spend the week taking a nice solid break from 14 because, let's be real, I'm probably not logging out for a while. So, I decided to sign myself up for the 4-job Fiesta, uh, Final Fantasy 5. And I've been playing through that. I'm in World 2. Um, I still have Galoof, so I'm not, like, all the way through but like I'm in world 2 I'm having a lot of fun and I got kind of a hot mess of uh, jobs as you normally do and it's been really interesting to sort of see the game through a new lens as opposed to the well here's how you turn paladin monks into unstoppable beasts it's like no here's how you figure out how to make a white mage dancer ninja mystic knight party function it's been a blast mystic knight is pretty awesome that's pretty much my best character. Uh, that's what Galoof is right now. Um, Ferris. Is that is how my you pronounce ninja. his name? I always Galuf. thought it was Galuf. It's it kind of depends on which translation. Um there's Final Fantasy V was one of those notoriously awful uh, games and OEV series that everything got translated multiple times by multiple editors, and you it's ended buts, up No, right? yeah, yeah, it's you ta- still yeah. butts, right? Buts. That's that's the problem. Um, that being said, fun fact, my uh license plate finally came for my car And it's Boko B-O-K-O um, The first number is three uh, My roommate Bannon got me a license plate frame That says my other ride is a Chocobo So My license plate says Boko-san Which is the name of Barts' Chocobo And my license plate frame is my other ride is a Chocobo So this week has been pretty rad
0: Oh Boko
2: You are best
1: Yes. I
2: just... We have dancers in the basement.
1: Should we spin around and take a look at them? I suppose. We I also,
2: hi, Dolph. You waved at me. I'm not entirely sure who you are. It is good to see That's you. That's Nicknar. Nicknar, why, though?
1: Oh, they're dancing in the oh, back Nicknar. corner, I see. Yeah. He also went cat daddy, it looks like, so.
2: Yeah, he went Hrothgar
0: on us. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny to see how many people are like, oh, why Hoth- Hrothgar instead of Bunny Boys? There's no interest in that. And I feel like I've seen three times as many Hrothgar as I have Vieira.
1: I haven't, actually. I've seen mm. a lot more bunnies than I have Hrothgar.
0: I'm about 50. I still see, I've still seen a not like Either way, it's still a non-trivial number of Hrothgar. I think there was more of a demand there than people may have acknowledged.
1: Also, I'm glad that I waited because... Honestly, I am not a fan of how Hrothgar stand.
2: Oh, yeah, they don't look like Kimari. They kind of have their own unique thing that I'm not sure how I feel about. They,
1: they, they kind of hunch over.
2: Yeah, I was. It's OK. Um, it's I as the legacy warrior tattoo where I'm kind of going. I don't know if I want to do Hrothgar or Vieira because they're not legacy classes or well, legacy uh, races. That where so like, is, Maybe I'll just stay alive.
1: lot. Does the tattoo even show up on a Hrothgar?
2: I am not sure. Because
1: you know I that, that it's all fur back Absolutely.
2: there. That is a really good point. So hey, uh, community I, out here in Phoenix Town Radio, tweet at us at Phoenix Town Radio. At and PHXDN tell us Radio. Your legacy warrior tattoo is a Hrothgar.
1: I wonder if Nicknar has a legacy tattoo. You can maybe tell us right away. Speaking of the community and Final Fantasy XIV, I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh, there is a live-action Final Fantasy XIV TV show in the works. Yes! Uh, Sony Pictures has been uh, uh, working on a producing a live-action Final Fantasy XIV TV series. Um, announced uh, earlier this week, um, the people who are producing The Expanse... Um, and the upcoming Netflix adaptation of the Witcher series are the ones behind it.
2: I'm interested, but I want Sean Bean to uh, play our favorite elf boy. Out of that way he can just die again.
0: Aww.
1: Yeah. You saw that joke too, huh?
2: Yeah. I'm a monster. <laughs> yeah. I steal everything. Yeah.
1: Um. All I want to know is where do I sign up? I want in on this.
2: Where do I sign up to be an extra? I'm so in. No, seriously, I mean, I would
1: love to be in this.
2: If it's filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia. Which a I, lot of uh, things are. Exactly. Like, I know where those filming <laughs> locations are, so you never know. There might be some green-haired dude running around.
1: It could fit, right? Your character's got green hair.
2: Exactly. My, lo- I, my characters had green hair in-game and out-of-game for a long time.
1: I mean, I, I, I could be a Highlander, right?
2: Totes. <laughs> How much hair do you got, though? I don't know if you're going to... You may have to get a fake ponytail and pin it on the back of your head.
1: Well, yeah, they'd have to give me a wig. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am I'm got the height. I'm not quite as buff, but, I mean, well, we'll see.
2: Start them gains. Start lifting. <laughs> them gains, yo.
1: <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts? Otherwise, Sarah, you haven't said anything about that. What do you think?
2: About which bit? The uh, I
0: got the fourteen.
1: The, the fourteen show.
0: Uh, I actually really hope they don't just use it to like just retell the story of the thing because like they've done similar stuff with other properties and it just never really comes out that well. Like use the world as a setting, have other adventures going on, but if you're just like repeating the plot of it. I feel like that's just not going to come off as well because like the entire point is you're the uh, character who's making the choices it's like the like a lot of video game movies don't work out that well
1: okay according to this uh, sony pictures television co-president chris parnell stated final fantasy 14 and eorzea are the perfect gateway into final fantasy for longtime fans and newcomers alike this show is about embracing and embodying all the elements that have made the mythos such an endlessly captivating phenomenon and it's an immense honor to be bringing all of yours iconic characters, settings and concepts, including fan favorites like Sid. And of course the Chocobos to life on television. How the hell are they going to bring us a Chocobo? CGI. Very
2: carefully.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm betting it's going to be CGI, but could you, wouldn't it be amazing if we actually like, yeah, that ain't happening, but it would be so cool.
0: I mean, they brought dragons to the game of Thrones and yeah. I'm pretty sure that's also CGI. Yeah.
2: Oh damn it. You've ruined my immersion. Oh, just like I did for the gremlins. Listen, anyway, (laughs) Uh, so digging back really quick, uh, Nick Nar actually was cool enough to post a picture and you do have the legacy warrior tattoo, but the bottom half of it is inside the fur. So you can kind of see it, but it looks a little different.
0: Oh, yeah, I see. The phrase of the day is shaved Hrothgar.
1: Oh, my Oh, my, indeed. All right. So on that slightly disturbing note.
0: (laughs) Also, since I never actually got to say uh, what I've been doing the last couple weeks. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually good. I actually did something this time. I started my new librarian position. Oh, yeah, that's Uh, right. I'm working in youth services at the main library. Uh, So I've uh, spent a bit of time Getting all the things like my keys, uh, account setup, voicemail, all that fun stuff. Uh, learning a bit about the kind of programming I'm going to be doing. They're going to have me doing a regular story time. I'm a little nervous about
2: it. So are you going to be reading to students then? Uh,
0: children. It's probably going to be a preschool story time. Dude,
2: that sounds right
0: up your alley. That sounds super cool. I mean, yeah, it's probably going to be fine. It's just, like, I have actual responsibilities now. I can't just be like, okay, done at this one. I'm going to go work at another now. now. Cool. It's probably fine. Uh, speaking of which, uh, if people have suggestions for board games or video games that are easy to pick up and put down that are easy for especially teenagers or middle or elementary school students with short attention spans uh, to just be like hey I'm gonna start playing this set don't need to be too involved go ahead and tweet those to me I'll give my uh, Twitter handle later on because I am always looking for suggestions on library programming
2: to develop all right dude I'm stoked for you I'm glad that you got the, I'm glad that you got the job and now mm-hmm. you finally started it I'm glad that you're enjoying it mm-hmm
0: yeah no it is very much up my alley i think i mean i get concerned about the story time but let's be real i'll read anything
2: nick narsis settlers of Catan seems good eh, could work i'd probably want to do it for the older kids i'm not as sure about some of the younger ones but anyway
0: we can come back to that (laughs) we're gonna go deep into the board game rabbit hole not good for sure. attention
1: spans though
0: yeah it's definitely something because like a lot of them are going to be like hey i want to do this for a little bit okay i want to now, so stuff that's easy to drop in and drop out of, or that
2: fast, is really ideal. My first thought is cash and guns, but then I'm like, there are so many problems with that. Yeah, if I wasn't in a library environment, maybe. Exactly. And I was like, oh yeah, that's great. Let's bring foam orange pistols in. That does no. That's not gonna. Work.
1: Yeah, why don't you just jump right to GTA Five?
2: Yeah. That, well, from the eyes of the administration, probably. So. so. <laughs>
0: I mean, we actually let them uh, bring in video games as long as it's not anything rated M.
1: Okay. Anyway, well, so... What yes. have
2: you up to for the last couple of weeks? Yeah.
1: I work too much.
2: Womp womp.
1: But, no, I mean, like I said, for the most part, a lot of people see me, um, you know, when I stream on on, on, the, on the channel here, twitch.tv slash phoenix town radio. For those of you listening on the podcast, I suppose you probably don't catch it as much, but we invite you to come by and check it out. Um, otherwise, like I said, I do work a lot. I probably played every day a little bit. Um, I've been getting into a uh, um, a trivia league at, at the local brewery here, Ooh, and um, very cool. It's 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 team trivia, and fortunately, I found a, a friend of mine that I met, you know, playing P- Pokemon Go and doing some some running. Um, he does that trivia, so I, I was able to jump onto his team. And uh, we got second place the first week. And then uh, we, we, we got first place uh, this past Thursday.
2: Congratulations. So, that
1: was nice. so you get free beer. You got nice. free beer.
2: That is a good prize.
1: Well, gift cards. But like I said, what am I going to use a gift card for? Beer.
2: So free beer. It's,
1: yeah, it's good beer, too. Very tasty. Shout out to uh, Bobbing Bobber Brewery Company. But um, other than that, uh, like I said, I've been prepping for Shadowbringers. Got uh, my Dragoon to 70 on Wednesday, like just in time. You know, got uh, enough tomes to get the Namazu earring and the Answers Orchestrion roll.
0: Oh, I just decided at some point I was like, you know what? I'm never going to wear it anyways. It's just going to be another thing in armoire. I I don't want to do this anymore. But it is cute. It is cute, but I'll look
2: at it once or twice, be like, that's cute. And then I'll never look at
0: it again. It's cute. Two years from
2: now, it'll be $8 cute. That's what I said.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, time is
0: money. So, you know. I would rather
2: have the time. I I think I've got a dollar a quarter for the next two years to save up. I'll be okay.
1: Yeah. Well, for me, like I said, I was killing two birds with one stone. Um, I needed to level up anyway, and uh, um, story time roulette and alliance roulette were the easiest things to run to get a lot of XP.
0: Yeah, true. Like that. if you were if you were running those for the XP anyways, and it's like, hey, you're getting most of, and that makes. Sense. Yeah, it, and it, for myself, I had all the jobs at seventy, so they the only thing I was getting out of it would have been the. Uh, tome the tomb stuff and I was like okay this is yeah. just not working
1: and chili I know can uh, attest to the fact that um, running um, he ran circus tower uh, 110 times Wait what? Yeah. He Why he, did he
0: need yep. 220?
1: Cuz he he doesn't didn't want to do the Beastmen tribe quests.
2: And he wanted all the mounts. Yes. Oh. The Beastmen tribe seemed less painful.
1: Not the ARR ones.
2: Uh, yeah, the ARR ones are pretty bad, dude. Huh? I never had a problem with it.
1: Well, I didn't either, but that's because we kept up on them as as they were released.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I was busy living in Japan and getting a bachelor's degree, so like, I came. I basically started playing this game, and I played in I played in one point I played in beta, and then I played in Heaven's Word. So I played a very different spread of a. Game.
1: Oh, and that, like I said, that's fine. I mean, it's not everybody. It's not content for everybody, I guess. But um, if that's how you wanted to get them, then.
0: Uh, well, I mean, no judgment, but judgment
1: like. Yeah, but he was a hurting unit on Wednesday. I could tell when he when he stopped in the stream. He was.
0: Yeah, like that's the bit that gets me. Like if it's OK, but it, he hurts himself so much for this sort of thing.
1: Yeah, but it's chilly. But we all. Well, how does chili? that
2: make it okay?
1: Because he's chilly.
2: Because chilly is nuts. That we too. have legitimately been like, "Hey man, are you okay? Did you eat? Did you sleep recently?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm fine." You're like, That's not actually. You're nasty. not. You're not actually fine. <coughs>
1: yeah, you tell chilly that though.
2: Exactly. I mean, we try anyway, We love the guy. Uh, we miss you, buddy. M G R underscore chili. on.
1: Or the real chili pepper out on on Twitch or, uh,
2: Oh God, is that his username? That's awesome. Yeah.
1: The the real chili pepper. Um,
2: uh. but yeah,
1: that's what I guess I've been up to. So we kind of diverted back into the, uh, host news, but I, I, I usually skip over myself because I'm not usually that in- entertaining.
0: I mean, that sounds like something you could work on
1: being, being entertaining.
0: Yeah. man. It's a skill one can develop. That sounds like work. Yes, that is exactly what I am saying.
1: Meh, work. (laughs) Anyway, let's go ahead and move on. Um, So back to the uh, game and community news. Um, We got more info regarding Quest and the story for Final Fantasy VII Remake in a a Tetsuya Nomura interview. Um, I enjoyed this one. Dang it, I hit the wrong button there we go copy pasting so in uh in a uh, weekly famitsu article um final fantasy 7 remake director tetsuya nomura shared some new information uh regarding some interesting additions to the upcoming remake including dialogue options uh new event scenarios and more uh one of the f- things that they ended up talking about in that was um tifa's outfit Um, was altered by the suggestions of the internal ethics department, um, where it was decided to give Tifa a sporty design so that way, basically, TLDR, so them titties don't be flopping everywhere.
2: Pretty much.
0: (laughs) I mean, that original design was clearly just a, hey, let's appeal to this one particular type of fantasy without actually considering what the character would be like. I am mildly annoyed at people who kept trying to demand that that should totally be a thing
1: yeah they, they made it more realistic honestly which is perfectly fine um they also did talk about the honeybee Inn scene um when nomura was asked if events from the original game would remain the same in the remake he mentioned it depends on the situation um for example the honeybee Inn cross-dressing event is still in the game but the place itself has been significantly rearranged in a more modern style Uh, When the developers attempted to recreate that space, it didn't look right, uh, and they generally thought it wasn't very good. So they tweaked those areas that did not fit the visuals and the worldview of the game. So they've updated it to be more um, 2019 style-wise, because it was pretty gaudy, you know, even by 97 standards.
0: And I don't think the aesthetic would really make a lot of sense today. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that they're making some changes, like some necessary stuff. Sometimes you need to make these changes just for updating of whatever. There's a character in Thunderbirds named Tintin. She was fine in the 60s. She has extremely problematic now. So in Thunderbirds or Go, she's uh, half Asian descent, half Western descent. She's a spy and is a badass. It's like, okay, cool. We've updated the character to do something new and cool. In this situation, it's, hey, let's make this a lot more respectful of people let's make this a lot more aesthetically making sense because frankly the inn was really funky and out of place in the original 1997 game anyway
1: I mean it was still fun but oh, uh, yeah
2: no it wasn't not fun the game was fun top to bottom but there was some weirdness in there yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: well I'm hoping they keep some of the weirdness in it because I mean there were bits in that uh, particular quest line that were I mean, cringy and
0: awkward and in just the right way <laughs> I mean, I would like to point out that this is a modern-era RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't think they're going to completely get rid of the idea of a cross-dressing sequence.
2: No. No, that's going to still stay in there. It just might be a little different.
0: I mean, there's a reason I cited RuPaul's Drag Race here. Through that. Um...
1: Aside from that, uh, they talked a little bit also about the uh, cl- affinities with enemies because they had mentioned that each character has kind of a, uh, a favorite enemy that they, that they fight against. Gives They do a little bit of extra damage against them, I think. Um, so according to article translations, character switching will be important in the remake as each character has different abilities that are more suitable for fighting certain enemies. Uh, example being um, on the Scorpion boss, how switching to Barrett from a distance is a good idea because um, the monster is normally short range, um, but uh, being Barrett has an affinity for flying and long range enemies. You know, when, when he's away, Barrett is actually the better character to play as. And I think that's kind of. I'm kinda... glad
2: that we're going to be playing as as different characters, and not just here's your menu. Because I'm not sure where we decided. I mean, it was 13 realistically, but at some point we decided to make you know Final Fantasy an action genre. And they're like, okay, seven's going to play kind of like a 13-15 crossover mix. And, all right, we've gotten a couple games under our belt. Let's see where we're at. Yeah.
1: I mean,
0: I, I mean, style, styles change. Uh, as If it weren't for nostalgia factor, I don't think a lot of the older ones would do as well at this point. Just because, like, the, having the static party standing there type thing, I think, doesn't fit a lot of the modern expectations. This isn't necessarily a bad thing, but styles and preferences change.
2: Agreed.
1: And they like where you're a little bit more interactive with it versus just choosing something, waiting for your turn to go, performing that action, and repeating until boss is dead.
0: I mean, I've got plenty of blasphemous stuff to say about, for instance, Final Fantasy VI I replayed. It's like, this is just not that enjoyable anymore. But I've wanted to try that Brave New World uh, patch. I hear that that actually changes up some stuff in an interesting way.
2: It does. Six is a lot of fun to speed run. It's a lot of fun to kind of break in half and do some crazy things with the mechanics. But as far as the like, I've never played this game before. I'm going to play an RPG. It doesn't play well in 2019. It plays great if you, you know, played it five times before. It's a little challenging, as Klaus can probably attest to, having played it last.
1: I mean, and I guess I was just going to comment. It's fun to play if you want to, you know, actually immerse yourself in the story.
2: Yeah. Because that's a very good story.
0: I played through it recently with a friend of mine who had never played the older ones. Uh, was kind of curious about it, and he certainly enjoyed it. Really loved the story, a lot of the set piece sequences and the like. But the gameplay and battle stuff did start to wear thin and become kind of uninteresting yeah. after a bit. The
1: grinding aspect is what's not good about it,
0: or the oh hey, it's like we played modern ones. We've it's like okay, maybe we'll use buffs and debuffs and do all this other stuff in pirate strategic. No, just mash attack and then unload all the magic everything else is kind of a waste of time
2: you're like, like okay that's not so interesting. I, i'm using celis Sabin, edgar and whoever the hell else i feel like and i'm using orbolt autocrossbow runic repeat forever pretty much that's great but and that's i mean that's the speedrun tactic and it's like that's fun for about five battles and you've got about 300 more in front of you It gets really freaking
1: yeah I think that's why also I Also going to
2: take this opportunity really quick Klaus to make sure everybody moves their camera around so that they're not AFK.
1: That's a very good idea. Click somewhere so you get the AFK off of your character and that should be good. I'll just do a wiggle on the screen. There we go. Thank you for that reminder. Because <laughs> I would have for- I wrote in the notes but I still I probably still would have forgotten because I don't know exactly how long it's been. I don't have my hud up so I can't see when I go AFK. So I'll need you guys to nudge me. Um, But like I said, who is... I mean, are you guys still excited about where we're at with the Final Fantasy VII news?
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like, it's I wouldn't actually- say excited in the sense of getting hyped, but in the sense of like, hey, that's interesting. Like, I feel like this would actually be something that's interesting to play that'll evoke those old memories without necessarily just being this carbon copy experience.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not just... You know, we're we're taking the game and we're we're copy pasting it with new graphics. We're rebuilding it from the ground up. Mm-hmm. We're, we're giving you the same story, but we're we're presenting it in a more modern package. And I'm n- cool with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, seven was not one of my favorite of the numbered franchise, but I'm actually interested in playing the remake because I've tried to play the original one and it just even when it came out, it didn't really grab me. But hot take, I liked Final Fantasy VIII. So I just, seven never really clicked with me. So maybe this remake would be a good opportunity. Because while I've seen the whole story, I haven't actually played through the game myself. So the remake might be my first time through the story. Mm. Today on Phoenix Down Radio, Heresy (laughs) Edition. Yeah, Heresy Edition. You know, I used to actually. Cher doesn't like six. Ian's never played seven. It's a good time. I'm not. I I like
0: six. It just didn't age well.
2: I wasn't a fan of eight.
0: If you make the heresy of more nuance, that makes it less bad, right?
1: No, heresy would be saying 10-2 is a better game than 10.
0: Uh, I mean, depending on what you're looking for.
1: Heresy! Uh,
0: that, is, that is pretty solid heresy. Sorry. I just <laughs> go burn
2: myself at the stake, shall I?
1: Oh, yeah, and make sure to clean up after yourself when you're done.
2: In fairness, I'm playing five. I can't give any job-based game garbage right now.
1: No, I know, I know. I just like to give him a hard time about it.
2: Yeah, no, no th- it's thir- our thing.
1: Nicknar thirteen <laughs> three is the greatest Final <laughs> Fantasy game ever. Oh man, thirteen
2: two was the best no. Chrono Trigger game. It was
1: <laughs>
0: like
2: seriously, it was fuck a good. Chrono Cross thirteen two is the sequel to Chrono Trigger.
0: It was
1: good. true. Thirteen two. Speaking of if anybody.
2: Good. If anybody likes Chrono Trigger, uh, there's a there's a cool thing called SGDQ that's going on, and there is a glitchless 100% run of Chrono Trigger happening at some point on the schedule. A uh, runner by the name of Puexel, amazing Final Fantasy. Puexel Twitter is hack. amazing, yes. And so he is actually doing Chrono Trigger glitchless 100%. He's still doing skips because there's some sequence breaking you can do, but he is going glitchless. So that's really, really cool to watch. If you have a chance to tune into that later, definitely do. Oh,
1: is it right now, Nick Nar? Oh,
2: Um, is it right now? Balls.
1: Yeah, but I mean, we have been actually hosting uh, Games Done Quick here on our channel because once uh, SGDQ is happening in Minnesota, I actually wanted to be there, but... uh, uh, yeah, according to the follow list, Nick Nar says it's going on right now. And well, two, it's going
2: to be on YouTube in like two weeks anyway. So, yeah. anyway,
1: moving on. But, and two, like I said, they're raising funds for Doctors Without Borders. Amazing charity. Mm-hmm. They've raised well over a million dollars already this year. So, go check them out if you have a chance. I'm actually going to do a shout out real quick. Uh, games done quick. There we go. So, um,. Moving on, then, I was just going to talk really quickly about, you know, since we were talking about Final Fantasy VIII a little bit, you know, we are getting that remaster uh, this year as well.
0: Which I'm surprised of. Like, I know it was rumors, but the stuff I'd heard suggested that uh, the original assets for that had
2: vanished. And that's why the remake is such a huge deal is because I think they're actually rebuilding the entire thing from scratch. Huh. I wonder what spurred them to do that.
1: They must have been doing it for a while if it's coming out this year, though.
2: They must have been doing it for a while or pressure or reverse engineering. And they just found that they could use a lot of stuff from older versions. Who knows? But I'm stoked to see something come out again for eight. All right.
1: Anyway, I just want to throw another reminder to you guys that we do want to take your calls uh, on Discord. Uh, We want you to join in with your opinions as to what you're thinking or what your opinions are on uh, the Shadowbringers launch um how you're enjoying the game so far um issues you're having with it but also remember we're keeping it spoiler free so i put a link to the discord in the uh, twitch chat go ahead and click on that and jump into the call-in channel and we'll bring you in and you can join in, in a discussion with us so let's go ahead and jump right into uh, uh our discussion with uh, early access so who else was up at 2 a.m pacific time
0: right is- here <laughs> I mean, technically, but I went to bed shortly thereafter. I'm just usually up until two.
1: And you didn't stay on and play?
0: Nah. Did you at least I had download? Work in th- I did download it, but I was like, I have work in the morning. Uh, it's a short thing. It was like an in-service, and I, as I said, like I got to play that Pride and Prejudice game with the team interns. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a gentler pace. But most of the people I know did take time off and were up that early. So good for them, I think.
2: I stayed up and then I think I took a I took a nap from about one to two was up from about two to three thirty and then I went to bed woke up around seven or eight played a little bit went to work like it was like I kind of paced it out and it's been a lot of fun because I basically just hauled through Heavensward, and Heavensward is my least favorite expansion because I basically didn't play it but like Stormblood I really enjoyed because I took a month off right after it came out because Warrior was unplayable and I was kind of mad but then I came to it and I was like well I'm already behind so who cares. And I took my time and I got to see everything and enjoy it. So this time I'm going, Hey, I'm not going to burn through this one. I'm going to sit back and pace it and have fun with it. Cause I want to enjoy it a lot more than I did previously.
1: And that makes sense. I mean, and I will say this is definitely a story you want to enjoy.
2: Oh uh, my God. It's God. so wild so far. It's well yeah. written.
0: Um, I really hope people aren't skipping cutscenes on this one. Cause like they the writing quality, there's a whole bunch of stuff that they've just really stepped up.
1: Yeah. The, the, the quality is huge. Um, I'm really impressed with the nuanced things that they're adding into the storyline. Um, it's so poignant. It's very heart wrenching in a lot
0: of ways. It's, they've, oh. uh, this is a world that's on the brink and they've, really done a lot to drive that home uh and to play with our feelings to play with a lot of stuff like that oh my god uh, there's a lot of really good comic relief moments too actually
2: yeah oh yeah i know exactly which moment you're talking about too well there's yes, a lot there's, of them though there are quite a few one that i have seen many
0: people talking about involves our arrival on the first learning a little bit about uh, the various creature comforts of uh, the establishment of uh, the Christarium and the various things that they have to offer there and there is a moment where we look over to see a familiar thing from our past and like this sheer agony on our face.
2: As a Lala it's kind of like you licked a lemon and your whole face turns inside out and you make this really like comedically awful face at it. It's really
1: It was so good like Ian's in the chat saying it was, it was very fourth wall breaking,
2: mm-hmm. but you know what? That's fine. Um, there was a, you know what? There's no way to continue this conversation without spoiling other stuff. So let's move on.
1: Yeah. I mean, pay attention to those little things. I mean, cause it is something that could be easily missed. Um, but the, the, the team did a great job. Um, I mean, I do understand not everybody is into the, the the story. And I know a few people who actually have been skipping cutscenes. scenes. Um, Why? What are they trying to get to? End game, DVD, man. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, the, the thing is, there's two weeks until we even get the the easy version of, of the raid. So.
0: Or until we get like our ghost at
1: like that? No, we have. Well, we have those now. They're in game. Oh, it's the Phantasmagoria okay. ones that are yep. two weeks. Oh,
0: yeah, Phantasmagoria is the one, the higher level one, whichever those are.
1: Correct. Yeah, we can't even get those yet. But I mean, I'm okay a- I
2: with that.
0: Yeah, I
1: know I've there are people been... who are 80, which is what's messed up.
2: Dude, how uh, fast do you have to be going? My God. I mean, it's probably
0: like what happened with the previous one, where it's like, hey, you devote all of your attention to, uh, have it on high or some other type of thing. That's going to give you XP, and you burn that nonstop. But
1: then again, we ha- think back four years ago, Sarah. Mm-hmm. You, me, and a couple of people from the old FC, we all burned through Heaven's Word before early access
0: ended. Yeah, but I think we were still watching cutscenes in the lot We were, yes, but I mean, it it wasn't quite like there's a, a there's a difference between hey, I'm going to. Uh, and go hard on this because I'm really enjoying the story and I want to see more and I'm just going to mindlessly grind it as hard as I can until the numbers are at the top and I don't actually care about what's going on
1: Yeah. now as for what I've been doing like I said I was up right away streaming We, I will say it wasn't a perfect uh, launch the first 20 minutes or so were rather buggy just because of the sheer number of people trying to sign in um, but for the first 7 hours uh, other than that it went great um, I streamed from about three a.m., no four a.m. my time, to about 11, eleven, eleven thirty, in the morning. So about seven hours, and got a whole bunch accomplished. Then in the afternoon, right around must have been about two o'clock, uh, Central. So about uh, noon Pacific. Uh, the game got DDoSed.
2: Yep. I saw that. For
1: about but an hour. It was a Thank you. Um, about an hour.
2: I, would, I turned off AFK at the same time you did, so that way okay. my, I turned off away? when you.
1: You're good. Okay. Um, so I, I, Nick Nicknar was watching at the time. He knows what I was going through trying to sign in. He was trying to sign in at the same time, and it, it took almost an hour for us to get back into the game. Uh, it was pretty brutal. But so far yeah. there haven't been any other um, Raubon Extreme events. So, I mean, I guess actually there was something today. I didn't sign into the game until this afternoon. I took the morning off because I needed to adult. I know. What am I thinking, right?
0: You don't need to apologize for adulting.
1: I know.
2: I had to work a little bit today. I'm right there with you.
1: But uh, I guess there was some issues where they had to reset a whole bunch of the servers because there were some issues. So. Um, Otherwise, I think for the most part, it's the design of the game. Uh, is a little bit better so there isn't that major um, bottleneck like we had with Raubon and uh, Pippin right away towards the beginning of the expansion uh, yeah
0: they actually did it seem to do a little bit more similar to Heaven's where they had that initial
1: yep um, they also I think they beefed up their instant servers which I guess I, but I think that was the yeah. issue today was they had some issue, issues with those but a reboot fixed them
2: Dude, I've all the instance areas. I have not had issue with like just too many people, can't talk to an NPC, crazy lag. It's been a lot better than Stormblood was. I was oh, yeah. really happy about it.
1: So I mean, overall, I think they're uh, um they did a pretty decent job. Most of the things that happened weren't directly their fault.
0: Yeah. They generally don't make the same mistake twice.
1: They make new mistakes, but we all Well, do. yes.
0: Yeah, everyone <laughs> makes new mistakes. Can't do much about that,
1: um, but yeah. The other thing that they did amazingly this year, the patch was available to download super early,
2: so that way everybody was able to get it. So at two o'clock we could hit the ground running.
0: Exactly. We I, I, go ahead. I'm pretty sure they expected that people are going to be logged on waiting. So it's like okay, like. If they didn't know it by n- before, I think they know it by now. That's like okay, everyone's going to be ready and waiting and doing all this, so let's do this with that
2: expectation in mind.
1: Do you remember when the patch was available for down or the expansion was available for download for Stormblood? I
2: like do one fifty eight a.m. It was stupid. It was well, such a pain.
1: Okay, because I, I was trying to think. Of, yeah, I, I know they they changed their patching uh, structure now because PS four goes through Sony's servers. At this point, so I think they had to make it available earlier to get through um, Sony's checks.
2: That actually makes sense. It explains why it was up at like 8 p.m. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I got home from trivia and started downloading it. And it, like I said, I was done downloading seven and a half gigs in 15 minutes.
2: Also, can we talk about how this is only about seven gigs and... Stormblood 4.0 was somewhere in the 14-15 range. So we're definitely still missing stuff.
1: Well, we're going to have, you know, there's going to be the 5.05 patch. Is that?
2: Yeah. No. We're going to continue o- o- getting stuff. We don't have everything. Yeah.
1: Oh, one is. And I'm wondering if they're pulling some of that out because they're trying to keep people from data mining. Wouldn't surprise me. I, I certainly hope that's the case because I've been a- actively trying to avoid data miners.
2: Oh god, me too. I that's yeah. it's really cool in some aspects to be like I know everything that's going to happen. Man, seeing it fresh and blind and getting hit in the face with story elements, right. really really nice too.
0: I've seen a lot more people expressing that attitude this time around. I think that speaks a bit to just like the anticipation, the expectations for the story. It's yep.
1: it's been you know, I'm I'm thinking that they're doing a lot of things very well. And overall I would personally say um, Square Enix did a great job on the launch.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Congratulations.
2: You have released another amazing game as I stare at the copy of Type Zero sitting on the table.
0: (laughs) Oh, you too? I really do want to try that one
2: of these days. Dude, I saw a speed run of it that's two and a half hours long, and my roommate actually is like, here, this is yours now. Toss it to me, and I was like, I'm going to learn to beat this game. I'm going to learn to run this game because it's not good. So no. I'm going to have fun breaking it. I I
1: bought it initially so I could get the uh, episode to Dis- 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 Sky. Yeah. Um, I did try playing it. I, I think I maybe have eight hours. The gameplay is horrible. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It is.
2: It's janky, but once you figure out how to skip stuff and how the game is designed, it's not too bad, but it's the story doesn't straight. The story straight up top to bottom does not make sense.
1: No, it's, it's very, it feels very like a odd. challenge.
2: Now I really want to know.
1: I mean, it, it makes uh 10 to look like a masterpiece.
2: Your mom, who is also your teacher, who is also God has summoned you and you do and you're not sibling. Okay. You have a choice to become we or not. It doesn't matter. Okay. Also, you have to die.
1: And everybody forgets you.
2: Don't no worry, right. you don't need to know any of that. That's all stuff that comes... With that literally, when you replay the like tutorial mission, they tell you all of that. You just don't know what any of it means because you have zero context. It's fucking wild, dude.
0: I am so intrigued right now. You have no idea.
2: I'm helping!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sure you can find it for dirt cheap on eBay.
2: Oh yeah, probably. You sure can. So let's talk about good games like Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers instead.
1: Is there anything that you've found so far that actually that you don't like?
2: Yes. Resetting <laughs> my bars. <laughs>
0: the muscle memory has been throwing me like i i've been playing on bard and warrior both feel a bit easier a bit more streamlined i feel like i can actually pay a bit more attention in combat and not have it be too frenetic but oh my god muscle memory keeps getting me right now
1: it's taken me a couple of dungeons to start to redo my muscle memory i i finally i think i have my bars in a good position for bard um but i still find myself trying to hit a key that's not there yeah but oh my god, I love that. Like, the fact I think that... long run, I'm. Go ahead.
0: I think long run, I'm going to appreciate the changes. But oh my god, I am not used to them yet.
1: Yeah, you you will very much enjoy them. I think the biggest thing I like most about it is I think I d- got rid of seven actions, or something like Sarah, that.
2: There, have you figured out the uh, ten Felcleave combo that you can do at level seventy? Uh, I think I came close to it by accident, so I could probably. Together. I did oh it my by God, accident. A at seven. Being a
0: charged thing is awesome.
2: It's so good. I think fig- I get seven by accident because I'm at thirteen thirty skill speed or whatever, and then I was like, I wonder if I could do more, and I did nine, and then once I figured out the actual rotation, I was able to pull off ten, and I was like, uh, that's busted. That's I, so good. I assume this requires
0: getting your gauge up to one hundred and having charges. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Then I think I can figure it out because the time passed plus the 45 second deduction you would get from it for using that many felcleaves. I think I can figure that out.
2: It's pretty freaking wild. If you're playing Warrior, by the way, and you need to know what's going on, uh, send a slash tell the towels marvelous on Hyperion, and I'm happy to hook you up with some detail.
1: Yeah, I need to work on that. I haven't, um, like the only jobs I've played so far, Bard, and I did one quest on Gunbreaker just to try it out.
0: Which I'm told has all the DPS actions
2: it has yeah, a, a Gunbreaker lot. is is the new 2.0 warrior. It's it's the DPS tech. It's kind of wild.
1: It's got a lot of different buttons to press. I'm I have a lot to learn on it. Mm. A lot.
2: I'm
0: kind of reminded in Final Fantasy VIII. One of the things that came up was that the gunblade is not actually an especially great weapon, and in fact is incredibly difficult to use. And Squall chose it mostly because it was difficult, as like as a way to prove himself. But if you're looking for something that's like
2: actually really good,
0: there's better options.
2: Like I don't know, a sword and shield, or an axe, or a great sword, or a gun. How about a gun? Or just a straight How about just, like, up gun point and click technology right there yeah oh man is the gun not working i have a great idea summon a freaking gundam and just use that to kill every
1: speaking of Uh, have any of you guys actually tried the new machinist yet
2: no but i've been hearing it's amazing it's on my to-do list some people have said that i had a hard time with machinist
1: and it's not all that much different
2: huh this I did read through the skills. And uh, speaking of Final Fantasy VI, there's a couple of uh, things that you might recognize if you played that game. Yeah, yes, yes, we're all of... King
0: Edgar on this blessed yes. day,
1: which is amazingly fun. I think, but
0: let us flirt with all the ladies. Okay,
2: we will. I mean, flirt that's with what the Edgar lady. does. We will, we will flirt with. The men and the ladies, and the ladies who dress like men. Question mark. Now yeah, Ferris not, needs some love too. Now you're Greg. Exactly. Hashtag Pride. I don't know. Eh, yeah, for another day or so. Oh yeah, Happy Pride Month, there. Woo! High five, long distance across the West Coast. Yay!
1: Huzzah! I did actually get one of those uh, Twitch Pride shirts. Very well oh, done, sweet. actually. Plus, I, I, plus, I just like rainbows.
2: I mean, rainbows are awesome.
1: I mean, like you can't tell. I mean, look at our freaking logos.
2: Didn't you switch the logo for Pride and then said, "Frick it, that looks super cool." Just leave.
1: No, this has been, this has been the idea of our logo. Period.
2: Yeah, that's it was, what it's I been from it the start. First,
1: it's always nope. been rainbow.
2: Then I'm dumb. All right.
1: No, it's fine. I but... mean, I wasn't
2: gonna say it. Thanks, man. <laughs>
1: But no, yeah, I said, I just thought rainbows are, are awesome, and like I said, when we started the show, I was a part of the Phoenix Town Free Company, which was, uh, it's an LBGTQ plus a um, free company, so yeah. So it was already pretty rainbowy, Exactly, and it was very awesome, so like I said, as an ally, I wanted to make sure to represent that, because... They were a bunch of awesome people. They still are a bunch of awesome people, and uh, I still consider most of them my friends. And hell, I, <coughs> I, I dragged one of them with me to this show. Woo!
2: <laughs> hey, I wonder who that was. Yeah, I, I had nothing better to do. <laughs> How many hosts has this show had? Seven?
1: No, actually, I don't think it's been that many, has it? Um, or is it? Maybe it has. Yeah, you including two, you,
2: Luna, Chili, Seo, and, and one Tristan. more, Tristan.
1: Yeah,
2: I count seven. Okay. If I don't count
1: six. It doesn't, yeah. It just sounds like so many more than it actually is. But,
2: like you said, four years, dude.
1: Four years. And the fact that Sarah years. and I have been here AFK the entire check. time. I think Sarah's only missed two episodes, I think.
0: That sounds about right.
1: Anyway, we kind of got sidetracked. As For, we do. As we, Before as we, we get do. back on
2: track, turn your cameras real quick. AFK check. Boop. Thank you. There we
1: go. All right. Um, Did you guys at all get a chance to jump through the patch
0: notes? Yes. Yep, there was a reviewing of them. Uh, My free uh, free company leader actually... When the preliminary one gets posted and then the final one gets posted, he posts a difference file showing what changed between the two, which is always really convenient. Yeah,
1: the biggest difference between the prelim and the normal ones is the fact that just a lot of them added the uh, locations of the um the quests.
0: Yep. Or they added like, hey, here's the job guide that actually tells you about all yep. stuff like that.
1: So, what things did did we get in five that shocked you? Like you were like, I wasn't expecting this. This is amazing.
0: So it's a little thing, but they added it so that you can use housing from any of the war, like housing uh, exteriors from any of the areas in any of the housing war. So yep. you can have your old
2: Gul'dan style house in the lavender beds now. Or I uh, did notice that. That was kind of cool. Again, small, but really, really nice to have.
1: Everybody's going to have the Shiragane house no matter where
0: they're at. I mean, that was already a thing they could do, but now they can have more different shiragane. Yeah, models. well,
1: they had to buy the, or they had to build it in their free company. Uh, um,
0: and it was only one particular style of shiragane, but now they can yeah. do all the shiragane. Shiragane started, stopped sounding like a word. Shiragane.
1: Let's see. For me, uh,
0: flying mounts.
1: The fact that every mount flies? Every mount flies. I'm...
2: And it's very weird.
1: It is. I guess I could... I mean, when in, initially when a mount started flying, they did something cool when it was flying.
0: Like there'd be some kind of transition between them.
1: Yes, or it would have some sort of effect that would show what it's on in the air. Like it looked like it was stepping on like a magical kind of uh, piece of something. Right. I don't know.
0: Like but, uh, Fenrir would make like little ice things in the air that he was stepping
1: on. Yep. And, uh, or, uh, words i can't think i can't think of the name of the mount the first uh, um pony all the pony mounts one all
2: the pony mounts it's like oh now you have like little dirt clops flying behind you or flames or ice crystals or whatever it was kind of neat to see that but now it's just like oh everything flies it's like well then what was the cool part about getting your black chocobo if everything flies
1: Nicknar is saying that not all mounts can swim but i thought every flying mount could swim
0: Yeah, that was my understanding, that it just used, for the most part, it would use the flying animation as a swimming animation.
2: Unless you have something like there's, uh, I'm spacing on the name of it, there's one that if you are riding it, it looks like a motorcycle. If you fly it, it has propellers, and if you hit the water, it has uh, boat propellers.
0: Oh, uh, the Falcon. That's the one. I, like, almost exclusively
2: used that one for quite a while. I did too. (laughs) I just couldn't remember what it was called. It was our first
1: motorcycle.
2: Yeah, and now that we have the actual motorcycle motorcycle with, by the way, has a speed boost. Thank you, Klaus, for reminding me. Yes. So if you want to go fast, you should have one.
1: Yep, if you paid to get the motorcycle from the uh, FanFest stuff, um, it does actually come with the first tier of speed boost unlocked for every zone. So you can actually go faster in these new zones if you're riding on the SDS Fenrir. Plus it just looks badass. Yep, yep. And it has crazy motorcycle music.
2: Uh, uh, menus. I summoned my retainers and had completely forgotten about the changes that they did to that. That's the menu is nice. a lot easier to read. It's a oh, lot yeah. easier to read. You can read all of them. And for some of us that have more than two, being able to read three or five or nine of them at a time is really, really helpful. Yeah. yeah. Or
0: like having the information. It's like, oh, hey, these are the ones that have money on them and I need to get stuff. These ones have this going on. Like, you have all that information available at a glance, and it's really nice.
1: I do wish we could turn off the amount of money that's sitting in there, though.
2: Personally? Why? Yeah, because, yeah, money. Like, out. You, I mean, do, if, if we could adjust what the menus told us, yeah. that would be
0: cool.
1: I mean, I'm not sure that I always want people seeing that I have two or so million on my retainers or whatever.
0: I mean, how would they see it? Like, you're the only one who can see that, aren't you?
1: I stream.
2: Streamer. Oh,
1: that's that kind of like when you
2: log into Twitch as a streamer, your Discord automatically switches to streamer mode. Got it. Yep.
1: I mean, so like I said, it, there's some protections involved with, uh, you know, when you're streaming, and that's why I cover up all the different chats within the game because I do not want um, any.
0: It's like, oh hey, I saw someone's name. Time to dox them.
2: Yeah, because that is a very real thing. And like, yep. I think it was Remix was telling me that she had to redrag some stuff at one point because she couldn't log in for like a day. Cause like everything got all jacked up cause somebody messed with her because they found some names in chat.
0: Charming. I think that was remix
2: might've been somebody else. Anyway, it was still, yeah, you got to cover your chat. You got to move stuff all over the.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's not as big of a deal, but I mean, if, if somebody were to have enough gill on them, you know, maybe it up, they might become a target for being hacked.
0: All right. That's fair. Yeah.
1: So, I mean that, I mean, it, like I said, it's not a huge thing, but I mean, it's a potential problematic type of thing but i mean it for the most part a lot of things we can move but this is one that doesn't seem that's movable
0: oh so another uh right another thing that's just like a minor thing but it's really nice at least more more than i expected it would be uh when you're looking at hairstyles it now just shows you all of them and if you don't have it it tells you like oh you don't have this one and
2: i think it tells you a little about how you get it Okay. It does tell you where you get it from. So it's like, you bought this. This was an event. This was a whatever. And it's like, very cool. Very helpful. You can also now pick those hairstyles. If you have them unlocked, you can pick them in character creation. I believe if it's like ones that you bought or whatever. Ooh.
1: Unless you're Vieira or Hrothgar.
2: Yeah, then you just get... Then you get, get Vieira or Hrothgar are wealth.
1: Yep, you get heads.
2: Oh, who goes hunting?
1: as in like the new the the hot the marks
2: yeah you can now get chat log stuff and that's a that's a 2.0 thing so even if you don't have heaven's word or beyond which i'm not sure how but if you don't have them you still get the use sense your mark to the whatever that gets really handy when you're trying to get something specific or trying to like achievement hunt it's really nice to be able to find your hunt marks a little bit easier yeah. and then and the daily
0: the daily log ones the bill will actually show you on the map the general area
2: Yup, it's super nice
1: and if an s rank spawns there's one that pops up saying some uh, uh, powerful uh, monster has appeared or something like that to everybody in the zone (coughs) so that's kind of nice um the one that i like we were talking about it in the pre-show pvp um you now get the experience for the job you queue in as not the job you end the game as
0: Oh so
2: my gosh. that way you can oh. go in as whatever, switch so jobs as needed, but you still get credit for your random DPS yep, so, class or what? Yep,
1: so if I wanted to level up, you know, or if I wanted to go in there you, and get experience for, say, uh, a, a tank class, so I will go in with my new tank, and uh, but they end up needing a healer, I can switch to healer, but my tank will still get the experience.
0: Yeah, you don't get punished for swapping uh, around to things based on what's actually needed uh having the dialogue the thing where you make a uh, dialogue choices the new position where instead of a, a little window it's a thing a translucent thing at the bottom
2: that oh just looks God. so much nicer that, that i was surprised really at how much clean. nicer that is it is and bosses because at some point all of you will hopefully run a dungeon and we get boss title cards where it tells you what their name is and where you are.
1: Now the, that
2: feels like a remnant of Yeast, and I love it.
1: It's only on. It's actually part of the cutscene. So if you've run oh. it before, I don't believe you see it again.
2: Hmm. If you have
1: cutscenes turned off, because it was still
2: pretty badass, though. Oh, still, it, was, it, was, it was,
1: was very nice looking. Don't get me wrong.
2: As somebody that played yeast simultaneously with playing Final Fantasy growing up, that was one of the big things that I noticed was a change. It's like, what's the boss called? I don't freaking remember. It was translated like garbage and looks like a keyboard roll. Like, who knows what it's actually called? But in yeast, it's like the underdark spider. And you're like, okay, cool. I know exactly what this is. Like, it tells you the names. So having those little name placards here, it's a small thing, but it looks really cool.
1: He means wise (laughs) Nicknar.
2: I was wondering. Eat? Did you eat the enemy? No, yeet? I, I'm gonna eat the game. Uh, oh, it's. I did get to help. Sure tell... It's it's a tricky tricky thing. It's really interesting talking to Japanese players. What say? Trying to ask them what it's pronounced.
1: Ooh. So, have any of you guys played with um, the new um, furnishing uh, preview?
0: Absolutely I mean, if I... not. Yeah, if I when I actually have time to start considering housing stuff again, when I start having that kind of free time, I am absolutely looking forward to having that as an option. Right now, it's kind of one of the last things on my mind.
1: No, I hear you, but I mean. But I'm,
0: eventually,
1: I'm glad it's there. I haven't touched it yet. Just like I, I have not yet touched crafting or gathering. Gathering will be the next thing I do because I want those maps.
0: <laughs> but I
1: figure, I mean. We can get leveled up pretty fast, especially if we use the, uh, the company logs and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. A lot of the, of uh, word thing,
2: like, just like a, uh, no, I've lost it. I can't remember what it is. I was going to say
1: you'll think of it. Are we it, talking you? about
2: the commercial engineering and commercial survival manuals? Yep.
1: And then the ones you get from your squadrons.
2: Those got changed. Those manuals got changed. So instead of them being um, 150% boosts for an hour, they're now 150% boosts for three hours. That's good. 75% boost if you go over level 70. So it's designed, it's like, guys, please get your crafters and gatherers up. So it's a really, really nice change. And as somebody that's been stockpiling them, I'm very happy.
1: Oh yeah, I've got a ton of them sitting on retainers.
2: Crossworld link shells.
1: Oh, yes. crossworld Link. Well, yeah, because we talked about those at the beginning. We have eight crossworld Link shells now,
0: guys. Which I had a number of Yay. ones where it's like people who, it's like uh, friends of mine who are like, I was trying to make a thing of a certain friends. It's like, oh, but I can only be in one and I really need to be in this one for this other thing. So being able to have more supported for that now is really nice.
1: I think there's still. I figured that 60... was
0: going to come eventually, but I'm still glad that they got it.
1: I think they are only 64 caps still, but we can have more at least.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, they're really good for stuff where it's, like, personal friends who are just on different servers and stuff like
1: that. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I created one for Phoenix Down Radio now so we can have uh, friends who want to do stuff together. We can plan events, you know, things like that. Huh. Um,
0: a lot of the lore mongers are on Prime. Well, I wonder if we should make a
1: make a lore mongers channel?
0: Maybe.
1: Not a bad idea.
0: I have to type at people, now, for unrelated reasons.
1: And you know Sounds what? It's, it's actually nice to be able to do it within the game because then you're not going back and forth. And you, you don't lose as much you know, in that transition, if that makes sense to you. I often find myself lo- losing a little bit of the information that I would have when I have to transfer it from within the game to, say, like our, our, um, our, our, our show notes or something like that. It loses a little bit in translation. Mm-hmm.
2: It does. But now, you know, you can just be like, oh, hey, let's have a conversation while we're standing here, while we're looking at items, while we can link things to each other. Like, that's going to be really nice. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Goes a lot faster as well. So Um, what other things did we get that are?
2: Crafting and gathering is super different, which is almost spoilery, so we're going to save it, but crafting and gathering is a lot different.
1: I haven't touched it yet, so I I have no idea.
2: Crafting is great. We will talk about it in two weeks, but crafting is great. I'm not even sure what about that would be spoilery, but okay. Just the the skill changes in the way that you craft might be a little different. I don't want... I want the new... I want the people that love crafting to get to expl- explore it on their own before we're like, here's how crafting works now, when I frankly don't know super well. I'd rather everybody find out on their own. It's a good time. That's fair.
1: So, have, I personally have not yet used the uh, trust system. Sarah, you have. Hmm. Um, have you, talus
2: I literally unlocked it by clearing the first dungeon, and as soon as I cleared the first dungeon, I teleported into the FC house to start the show. So, I have not had a chance.
1: I mean, were you running with uh, other players, or were you running with the trusts?
2: No, I was running with my FC mates. I mean, they were like, hey, first dungeon, come with us, let us know when you want to.
0: Ah, yeah, I ran it with trusts, because I was like,
2: eh, I don't really want to try to deal with you, and I'm kind of curious about it. I went with three friends, and they were like, oh, you're going to get to the dungeon soon. Let us know when you're there. And then I was like, okay, who wants it? And three people shouted me, and I was like, awesome. And then we went off.
1: Gotcha. Um, like- oh,
2: yeah. Uh, they, were, uh,
0: they were responsive to what was going on in the dungeon. Uh, it felt like, okay, we have good, competent party members. Uh, they did. Uh, it was mentioned that it's like, hey, you're going to clear consistently, but a little bit slower than you would like, actual other players. Uh, I still got plenty of loot and I know that they said that the drop rates on a lot of stuff was reduced so I don't know if I just got really lucky or what
2: we had pretty good loot it was pretty well spread out Um, I think we actually we were lucky enough that all four of our uh, players everything that dropped was able to be needed on by somebody as opposed to it being like here's a cool piece that's you know dexterity based and you're like Awesome, we don't have a bard or a ninja, so that's just going to hit the ground, or go to the tank or healer, I guess. So all of the gear that dropped was able to go to somebody directly. That was pretty handy.
0: I mean, I started stockpiling stuff for all of my uh, future jobs. The coat I am wearing is actually the aiming piece from the first dungeon, and I am very pleased with it.
2: I was wondering, because I was like, that doesn't look familiar. It looks really good. Yes, I am so happy with that. That combined with the hat, I really love the style I'm now.
1: Yeah, it fits approved. you. I mean I it I don't think it's quite my style, but I mean it it looks good on you.
2: Mm-hmm. I No, you've got the style of the Fitbit with a vest going on. Oh man, like my best friend was uh his
0: uh his glamour for most of uh Stormblood, at least the later parts, once the Skaven gear came out, it was Silicon Valley Tech produce Deuce. <laughs> I mean, you've got the Fitbit, you've got oh, your little earpiece wow. Bluetooth
2: microphone. <laughs> that combination of words in that order just caused my brain to short-circuit.
0: Yeah, I need to get out of this damn valley every... <laughs> hey man,
2: start driving north, you can sleep on the couch. Hmm, noted. Anywho's. oh, by the way, uh, rest in peace Mac 32-bit users, all five of you. Um, Ouch! Sorry, you can't play 14 anymore.
1: I mean, did they actually kill it?
2: Yes, 32-bit. For... Well, because they killed PS3 support with uh, Stormblood, and now they've killed 32-bit support with um, with Shadow.
1: Well, they didn't kill it for PCs though.
2: Yeah, Mostly. but the Mac client barely worked anyway, so there wasn't exactly a ton of people playing. There... It's
0: not specifically about how old it is; it's about how many people are playing on it. How much is it worth it to? this yeah because there's it's like are the the resources that we're spending to support this and to support this number of players better spent in something that's going to help out everyone else
2: no like i I don't know instant servers for the uh main cities for the first couple of weeks
1: i I, i understand i mean i i know they're actually trying to get everybody to go away from 32 but even on windows but right. I mean, it still technically works, but it's not officially supported at this point. Um, right. but I didn't realize that they actually fully killed it on the Mac. But with I'm, I'm assuming that anybody who had 32 bit um, version, they they gave them an option to download 64 for free. I mean, because it's just the same client. They already have the license for it.
2: Oh, yeah. And they did that for I think they did that for PS3, PS4. You could upgrade that one for free.
1: Well, that was a a licensing thing. Yeah. Whereas with the Mac, I mean, it's still on, you you own the the license for the Mac. So True. at that point, like I said, it's, it's just a new launcher and and you have to, a new version of the software. It's running on the same platform though.
2: I'm glad that Square Enix is really good about things. Like I think they've been giving away heaven's word for the last month or so. Yep. Um, you could get the game for, what was it? It was like five bucks or free or something if you had Amazon Prime for like two months. Yeah, Twitch Prime. Um, yeah, they were they're just giving this thing away. They're like, get a lot of people playing. And then it's like, oh, also, here's an expansion in July. And it's like, oh, okay, that's where we're going. Yeah. That well, makes well, sense.
1: Well, I mean, you saw um, Hyperion at in May. We're
2: congested again. Yeah.
1: Hi- what? Well, Hyperion in, in April and May was a preferred server in yep. in june we went to congested
0: that's, yeah i was wondering about that i was wondering cuz i saw we're congested and i was like what that been and but i noticed i haven't had that much trouble logging in so well, i'm ev- not sure what's going every on every
1: day i've had a queue
2: huh. i have too but i mean um, it's it's only 5 or 6 but yeah my first queue was like 1100 and then the next day was like 4 and then today it was like 30 it's like that's not that bad
0: yeah that's like reasonably short
1: and with, with all, yeah, that's the other thing, the queues uh, yesterday, holy shit. AFK check. Thank you. Uh, those queues were
2: insane. That was garbo. That's part of why I just said screw it and just went to work. I was like, no, I'm not going to be able to get in and play anyway. It's not worth it. I mean, it was insane in a good way.
1: We got into the game in like three minutes.
0: I mean, yeah, that's the thing. That. The queue tends to move reasonably quickly.
1: They just have to, they slowly funnel people through from the lobby to the uh, um, transition server onto your world.
0: And I do feel like I haven't at least, at the very least, I haven't as many who are trying to do some way to subvert the uh, automatic log off type thing. Which, I guess that gives me, like, people are thinking, even if I get logged off, I'll be able to log in without too much trouble.
1: Yeah, and it's been pretty good. I mean, the only time I actually got AFK, or uh, booted for being AFK, unfortunately, that's when the uh, DDoS started, so.
0: Ah, I got booted once because I went to grab lunch and I was like, Oh right, that's a thing and then I logged back in Yeah, was... that's
1: that's what exactly what happened on uh I, I, I played for seven hours, I went to get some food, I, I stayed logged in, I for, you know, I didn't try to subvert any of that, figuring, oh yeah, I'll just get booted back off and I'll sign back in again. You know, just hit but then we couldn't because all the other fun stuff was happening. Just bad luck.
0: Yep.
1: Is what it is. Um Other things that we've seen. Um actually you know going back to pvp a lot of things were changed with that um traits are gone OTP
2: changes a lot which means yeah traits are gone cooldowns are different it's gonna be a, pvps might be very different
1: yeah I, well i'm gonna give that a try in a little bit just to see what it's like um, i mean like, you better get
2: that done soon if you want your things.
1: the garo yeah garo's ending what 5.1
2: yep I just bought everything that I wanted from the Gold Saucer. I was like, screw it. I've got 3 million MGP. I'm just going to buy all. Of it.
1: Wasn't there a bunch of new stuff added to the Gold Saucer as well, glamour-wise?
2: Don't oh, know. Haven't been back yet. To that end, it's Saturday, which is a thing that we've all forgotten. So, uh, don't forget to turn in your Catpot tickets at some point.
1: Well, I haven't forgotten. Yeah. I just do it after the show. Oh, okay. I I I'm I, I'm not like Chilli and not buying a ticket ever. Why though? <laughs> I mean, I've I've never won a jumbo cact pot, but I mean, it's always basically free three thousand MGP just to pick some numbers.
2: Yeah. Do and the mini cact pot. Do the meg. Do the big cact pot once a week. Um, just go do the fashion report wearing whatever the hell you're wearing. Actually, you this week is pretty in that easy. MGP pretty-
1: um, this week, if you have the cascade ear. Um, Outfits, the top and then anything that is dyed soot black
2: Oh, and it's, that's an easy 80 nice um, I love how we were all like how do we get to 100 how do we get to 100 you've unlocked everything and eh, what's the easiest way to get to 80 we're fine
1: yeah I mean you only need right at this point you only need two gold and you got 80 it used no to be no matter where your base is you had to have at least three gold um, and maybe a two star in order to get uh, 80 so it's they've they've I like the changes they made to that. Um makes getting MGP a little bit easier for people. But it almost maybe a little too easy. Like I said, I'm sitting at four point one million again. After spending a million on MGP on uh triple triad cards trying to get some new ones from the mm, the packs. Triple triad. Um but yeah, going back T P removal. You know, that's been you know, people have been talking about that since they announced it at the media event, and I'm happy with it. I'm extremely happy with it as a uh, um, as a bard.
2: I love it. It's so much better. Because I mean, I don't
1: know, Sarah. You you mained bard and warrior, right? Right. How often did you find yourself running out of TP in the middle of a dungeon pull?
0: Uh. If it was something where it was a lot of, like, a lot of things. On Warrior, I might be spamming overpower for a bit just to try to make sure I'm keeping everything, uh, or even just for the extra damage to try to kill stuff faster. Uh, with Bard, if I was going crazy with the quick knock sometimes. So, sometimes, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I found myself running low, especially if the other DPS wasn't, um, you know, doing as much AoE as well. Um, I would find myself running out of... Uh, tp very fast even after using um tactician and um my other uh tp regen um i can't remember what the name of it is anymore because it's no longer there uh goad no no that's the one that that i I begged for uh
0: Uh, i'm total tactician and refresh
1: no is it internal
0: oh uh it was the dragoon. Oh, yeah! It was a, it was a dragoon
1: one that we got to use as a cross class. It was four hundred, whatever. Anyway,
0: hang on. Uh, invigorate. Yes. Because I have not cleared <laughs> off that bar yet, so it's still there. Even blanked yes. out.
1: Yes, invig. Um, even after using all that, I would still just burn through it. You know, especially if we were doing not massive pull, but right. So I mean, now I can just go boom, 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 and just not even worry about it.
0: I did notice uh, in the party list, when it's showing the HDN, it's showing the MP, because everyone... Uh, it does the last two digits uh, fairly small, so it looks like a percentage now.
1: Yep, and I think that's kind of neat.
0: Yep, I'm pretty sure that was the exact intent with it. It's like if you have 9,143 MP, it would be 91.43, and it looks like 91.43%. So it's a lot easier to mentally process, okay, this person has plenty of MP, this person's about halfway... Like, it's much easier for you to uh, see it and process really quickly.
1: Capping MP at 10,000, I think, was a good idea as well. That way you don't have to worry about your spells Hmm. um, going too, you know, bloating so much like they used to.
0: uh, I mean, it was always a thing where, like, uh, for a lot of it was like, okay, your uh, MP is effectively this percentage uh, like this spell is effectively this percentage of your MP. The main things it would change is stuff like uh, ethers and uh, that, how they restore, or maybe the effect of piety or things like that. Yeah. But so uh, it would become a thing. that's like, okay, this spell costs like seventeen hundred MP. Is that a lot? Is that not very much? It became something where it was hard to have a good feel for how much spells actually cost as a part of your MP. Yep. Which made uh, which, given that for a lot of jo- uh, jobs. MP management can become important. Having a good feel for which are the expensive ones and which are the cheap ones becomes a really important thing.
1: So now that once you hit a certain point, you're at ten thousand, which means your spell costs aren't going to go up anymore.
0: I mean, I think it's ten thousand at all levels, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, you don't have ten thousand for, you know, when you're lower level, you don't have ten thousand.
0: Uh, I do not have a job that I can change to to check this.
1: And I can't check because I Hold don't my have beer. a HUD up, but. But I don't think you start at ten thousand MP. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, I all I had almost unlocked Blue Mage. I never got around to Blue Mage, and so I would have been level one, and I could do that.
2: Yeah, I never got around to doing Blue Mage.
0: Did
1: we lose your talus?
2: Nope. I was checking. I don't have a weapon for the low level classes. Never. Mind.
1: Well, what's your Blue Mage at?
2: I don't have a weapon for the low level classes, oh. so never mind. Oh, yeah. So everything you have is over? Correct. Hmm.
1: Okay. Well, I suppose I can check my thaumaturge once the, the show is over. If my thaumaturge has 10,000 MP, then, then, well...
0: RIP. Exactly. Yep. I mean, I think it's essentially supposed to be a percentage hmm. play.
1: Yeah. Um, but no, I think I think those two changes have been very nice so we can, you know, learn to manage it much easier. And and see what we have on a on a on a glance. Um we do have Materia Seven.
2: We and, do? Seven and eight? And well eight. we can't get eight, but seven and eight.
0: There's eight I as well? Get, yeah. I think you can get it as a roulette reward because you can get the planet and
2: stellar clusters. Correct. So yeah, I guess we do have it.
1: I, yeah, I know the, the roulette thing they give things they'll give for seven, specific types of seven. There's two different items for each of those, but
0: Uh, check that description again.
1: Did I re- misread the one? Cuz I don't know how this happened, but Alliance Roulette yeah. had a uh, um DPS as the uh, um the adventure in need bonus.
0: Uh, so uh, Alliance and Leveling Roulettes give you two cracked planet clusters, which is mater- Combat Materia Grade 7, and one cracked Stella cluster, which is Combat Materia Grade 8.
1: Ooh, okay. So I misread that. So I thought maybe one I did I mean, it's Roman numerals.
0: V-I-I versus V-I-I-I is very easy to misread at a glance.
1: Yeah, if you're just glancing at it quick, I can see that. Yeah. So when well, uh saying the 10K uh, as a 50 blue, so... Maybe it is. I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll for sure double check when I check Thaumaturge, which is level 17. <laughs> so anyway, um, what are the things would you like to uh, talk about regarding you know, our experience with uh, Shadowbringers?
0: I mean, I think there's not a lot else that I can talk about without getting spoilery things.
2: The loss of some skills has caused a lot of division, I've noticed. There's a lot of us that are like, oh, I'm missing a skill. Well, no, that skill just got absorbed or changed into something else. And then there's stuff like our God's Brow that's like, oh, crap. Like, we've been using this for a long time. What do we not have? And then as a tank, we're like, okay, but we've been swapping stances for years. Now we're just not. Like, as a warrior, we just always have a gauge now. So, like, there's a couple of changes that we're having to be like, all right, is this a negative change? Is it positive? How do I use this? And more importantly, yeah, okay, this is all balanced and set up to work with all the Shadowbringers content. But something we had to deal with with Heaven's Word, looking back at ARR and with Stormblood looking back at Heavensward and ARR, we're missing skills. We've changed what we do. We've changed how jobs play. You may not yeah. have a skill that was designed to clear a quest or clear a boss. The level fifty white mage quest comes in mind, where the actual strat for it at ARR was to cha- non-stop cast Stone Skin on a target. Well, that got really weird all of a sudden because we didn't have it anymore.
0: Yeah, so I know. So now we're
2: missing a lot of skills. How's that going to work in Realm Reborn content? Uh, from what I've seen, they actually do go back and make the changes to, like. This is one of the things I've noticed with their attention
0: to detail. Uh, I got a lot of spell, a lot of abilities also started coming in at early levels and the like. I'm not sure about the balance of it in terms of, like, how much DPS you can put out, how much you can take. They might just say, okay, these are the target numbers you need to be able to hit. And as long as the job does it, the way that you do it might change. But I know they've actually, like... I've talked before about their uh, attention to detail in terms of dialogue and things like that or references they're making to things. I have gone back and looked at Quest 1s in some of the earlier extensions and they actually did go back and make those changes. I was duly impressed.
1: Okay.
2: That is good to know.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: One last thing that I I just remember coming across this as I was clearing out some old gear. They made changes to the uh, retrieval rate of Materia. Specifically oh, like yes, the grade so they mentioned that in the patch notes, yep. the grade sixes are now a hundred percent.
0: That's so probably freaking wild. I mean, it's probably a, okay, this is no longer the super best stuff. Go ahead and get it out.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen what the stats are for seven and eight yet. I mean, I'm sure I'll look at it soon, but I can't imagine how much, how much insanely high we're going to be getting when we hit level 80. I mean, are we going to be adding, you know, 150 skills to, uh, or to, a uh, uh, something with one materia.
2: Uh, hang on. I actually have access to these numbers.
1: Because, I mean, uh, tier 5 was what, 12? Tier 6 was 40? Unsynced Twin
2: Tanya. Let's go. Solo? He smashed Twin Tanya with a book smack. It's going to be awesome. Yeah,
1: and and you're dead in three smacks.
2: Hang on. I can get you numbers. I'm just, I'm looking forward to the unsynced content. Because there are some people that just, I want to clear this. I want this for glamour. I want to know this story but i don't have the time the energy the capability the gameplay skills whatever
1: mm-hmm.
2: to do you know bleeding edge rating but i still want to get this cool thing out of savage how do i do that Maybe I'm I'm like, can well fall. you don't wait to expansion. interesting what's that so like for instance
0: i'm looking at say heaven's eye material which gives you direct hit rate uh grade six is a direct hit rate of 40. yep uh Grade 7 is 20, and then 8 is 60. What? I wonder if they have different success rates on overmelts or things like that. Hmm. Like, instead obviously. of just scaling up the numbers forever, maybe it's something where it's like, it's a smaller thing, but you can also...
1: ...successfully. I don't know. Because that seems weird. I mean, 6s are going to stay viable then.
0: Or maybe they're like used in different ways, where it's like, this is the one you use if you're looking for the basic, and... You uh, look at this if you're trying to overmelt for super optimal stuff, but you'll spend a bunch of them.
1: Or you can only put in 7 and 8s on the higher level gear.
2: That'd be interesting. I don't know. As opposed to cramming a bunch of 4s and 5s into our gear, because I've seen people do that, and I've done that, grab a 100 oh. grade 5s and hope to get two of them to...
1: Yeah, on, on the, my on. crafting gear, yeah.
0: but. Hang on, let me
2: check something here. I just
0: noticed a thing on the text so let me find something to compare to where's a grade five for that okay so grade six and grade eight cannot be overmelded past past the first advanced slot but grade seven can Oh, okay so for Ooh. stuff that can't be overmelded it's six and eight and that's 60 and four and then for stuff that can it would be the grade seven and five and that would be 20 versus 12. Okay, so I think that's what's going on here. Uh, you've got sevens that can be over-melded a bit further, uh, and so they're a little bit lower, but they're still better than the other stuff that could be over-melded.
1: Interesting. Okay, that makes sense. It's That's very interesting.
0: So it does seem like they're keeping... Be- and that's why they added two grades, because they want to add an improved grade of over-meldable stuff and an improved grade of not over-meldable
1: I'm glad they didn't uh, make it t- too much higher, though, because going yeah. from 12 to 40 was quite a jump.
0: Yeah, the over-meldable is going from 12 to 20. The not over-meldable is going from 40 to 60.
1: So, I mean, it's a, it's a very similar increase in... Uh...
0: Yeah. All right, that makes sense.
1: I mean, could we not over-meld sixes?
0: Nope. They can only... can. Uh, it says in the description, cannot no. be melded onto a piece of equipment past the first advance I, I mean, in,
1: in Stormblood. Uh, I believe so because I don't I guess I don't recall that but I never needed I, I never put an overmelt. You, you know, I, mean, I remember
0: that because I was looking at it for uh some crafting and gathering stuff okay.
1: At one. Okay. Okay. Cuz otherwise that would be way OP if you were to put in five um you know, grade sixes in a and that's why you couldn't. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, you you could still if you had the five slots like if you were to get the the Chloe book version or um the but, but that from, wouldn't be an overmeld. No, exactly. But you still put five in like that. or the All right. And that's Eureka one of the reasons stuff. why
0: the Chloe stuff was so
1: so very, very expensive. Yes.
0: Yep. Because you could put stats that were in much higher and it would be 100% success.
1: All right. Uh, let's go ahead and start wrapping this up then. Um, yeah.
0: I'm okay with finishing a little early. I would like to get back. Uh,
1: yeah. I think a lot of people. I love
0: you guys, but I want to keep going.
1: Uh, I understand, like I said, i I put a lot of time in yesterday, so i'm I'm cool to kind of relax a little bit. Um, <laughs> final thoughts.
2: Welcome to Shadowbringers. It's awesome
1: i'm I'm anxious to actually get my physical copy and go through that and look at all the stuff we get and then get the access to the actual um, items for the collector's edition.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah! Uh, I don't have any collector's editions for this game. What? Nope, none. So,
1: uh, I have all the pops? collector's editions. Anyway, yes.
2: Uh, the the writing
0: is incredibly on point. Uh, the tragic, the comedic, like. They're hitting the right beats, they're doing it just the right thing, giving us a moment to relax, have some calm relief, or have some hopeful things before they hit us with the next really difficult one. They've really created this feeling of a world that's on the brink in a way that it's never felt like before. Like, I'm really feeling the stakes on this. And, they killed off one of the most one of the more annoying theories that kept going around that the lore mongers had to keep shutting down, and it's goddamn dead. And they confirmed it dead with a character explaining something. And I am so happy that I'm not. I mean, people are probably still going to ask about it, but it is confirmed not canon. And I am so happy. What theory is that, sir? Uh, the Heidel and Vor theory. And what does that mean, sir? Oh, well, vor is a sexual fetish involving uh, being consumed or eaten. Now, if it's happening vaginally, then that's unbirthing. Welcome to Sarah's Fetish Corner. Why is this a segment? (laughs) (laughs) See, we're replacing
2: the Lorbrarian's Corner with this. Kidding, by the way, for those of you who casually listen to the podcast. We are not actually doing that.
0: There is a recurring theory which started off as uh, one person, uh, Ethis Asher, saying that he didn't have any support for it, but this was a thing that he, like, his personal headcanon for what he thought was going on. And because was Ethis that, said it. Right. Uh, and so uh, this involved a thing where Heidelin gets damaged by the Calamities and then consumes a shard in order to train. Uh There Uh, Ethis himself did say this was not something there was any canonical support for or against. Either way, there was nothing for that. That was just kind of his personal theory. Which led to a lot of people repeating it as if this was confirmed fact.
2: Oh my god, Ethis said it, it's true! Yeah. Even though,
0: like, Ethis did his due diligence on saying, hey, this is just a headcanon I have going around. I mean, like, we've all got our headcanons. It is one of Anonymous's headcanons. That Ishtola and Thancred were once an item, had a bro- breakup, and it's still a little awkward for them, and they'll like, make occasional reference to it. And it's like, there is no proof for it whatsoever, but if you look at them and the way they interact, oh my Yeah,
1: they, they, they totally banged.
0: Yeah. And it's like a thing that's kind of in their embarrassing past for both of them, and they don't dislike each other, but it's like, man, that was awkward. All right. It's like and he will like he also like that is his personal headcanon. There is no direct support for it. It's entirely plausible and it's I've made it part of my headcanon. But we've all got our headcanon. Just don't take our stuff as gospel truth just because we say it. We've got our own headcanon, too.
1: All right. And for me, like I said, I strongly recommend that you guys enjoy the story. Um, Play it your way. Play it your way. I mean, but um, don't spoil it for anybody else, please. The storyline is so good. The writing is is on point. The systems are working great. Don't ruin it for anybody else. Let them play it their way. Um, yeah, we're gonna wait Every, on spoilers it for it. I think we're gonna probably wait till after episode one hundred.
0: Yeah, um, or maybe I episode w- one hundred. I at least want to give it a little more, just because. They they're resolving or explaining stuff that they've been uh, in, working on for a long time. So there's a lot of payoff here, and I am that much more cautious about wrecking it.
1: Yep. I mean, we may talk a little bit about the like coming up in '99. We'll probably talk about the dungeons. You know, we'll we'll talk about you know some of the systems that we've been able to explore a little bit more of. But we're not gonna spoil the story yet. Like I said, maybe one hundred, maybe one hundred one, depending on what we end up doing for the for our hundredth episode. So yeah, but but like I said, the biggest thing is, don't spoil it, guys. Let people enjoy it on their own. Even Square Enix is saying, "Hey guys, you know, be cool." Um, like I said, even when I'm streaming this, I have hashtag spoiler right in the title. So if you if you're watching us play, you know what you're getting at. But for you guys listening on the podcast. We're not going to ruin this for you. Go enjoy it, please. So I think that's going to go ahead and do it for this episode then, guys. If you like what you heard, um, go ahead and uh, um, follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, And if possible, leave us a rating or review. It really does help people find us out there and lets us know what you think. We really appreciate that. Um, if you really dig this show, you can always uh, consider subscribing to us here at twitch.tv slash Um, Or you can be a patron out at patreon.com slash Radio, like our amazing friend Rory Fenrir, who pledges at the $20 level, and uh, we really appreciate that support. But none of it's required. It's It helps us to cover some of the behind-the-scenes things, like the hosting costs, allows us to do some giveaways, some fun things, um, stuff like that. But we just want to hear what you guys think, any type of support, whether it's emails, likes, tweets and retweets, any of that, it's greatly appreciated because we love interacting with you. Um, If you want to check out our backlog of episodes or any news that we might post out there, you can go to our website, PhoenixDarmRadio.com. If you have questions, want to uh, suggest something for Sarah, for a lore segment, want Talos to uh, explain what something is in game far, as far as the food goes, you can email us, podcast at VigsoRadio.com. Um, oh, and, man, uh, we've
0: got an entire new set of cooking ingredients now. I'm so happy. Yes, yeah, we do. Talis is going to um, probably
2: have a field day.
0: Mm-hmm. They have
2: baguettes now. Baguettes. I thought, I thought. Okay. We're closing up the show so that I can get into my recipe book. But yes. It's gonna be good.
1: And if you follow us out on Twitter at PHXDN Radio. Um, now we're gonna go ahead and do the shout-outs and uh where are we can find you guys. So who wants to start with that?
2: I'll go ahead and kill this one real quick. I am at towels Marvelous on Twitter. You can follow me there. I post food cars, Final Fantasy 14, and general gripes about the anime industry. Uh if you want to follow me on Hyperion, I'm also Tal is Marvelous. I accept most friend invitations because my friends list isn't full. And I like doing a lot of dungeons, so come hang out. It's a good time. Uh, shoutouts go to my free company, Unity, who has been an awesome group of folks to play with over the last couple of years. Uh, today, especially, new content is always a blast with friends. So mm-hmm. shoutouts to Harley, Bannon, and the rest of Unity.
1: Awesome. Thank you again for joining us this week.
2: Absolutely.
1: Sarah.
0: all right so you can find me on twitter at f f x i v s e y r r where i mostly post uh cool stuff that i've been cooking with my friends or uh random fun things that i found at the library uh shout outs to uh the lo- other lore mongers who have uh Kept us all kept each other sane with banding about of, uh, random theories, uh, various shit posting, and hilarious declarations of canon. Uh, also, shout out to my manager who took me seriously even after I explained to her what it means to yeet something. Oh dear. I have the best job, guys. <laughs> you gotta do. <laughs> <Not a lot. laughs> huh. Uh, and. Shout out uh, to the people who come here, who listen to us, who uh, ask lots of good questions and want to know more about the game, more know more about the lore, who give me the reasons to keep researching, to keep finding that info and to keep telling those stories. I love uh, talking with you guys and I love it when you come here and you ask questions. Never hesitate to ask. Give me stuff to tell you about.
1: All right. And I can be found on Twitter at PHXDN underscore K-L-A-U-S-S. That's phxd and underscore Klaus. Uh, want to shout out to Taliz and Sarah. Thank you for joining me and taking time away from your busy schedule. <laughs> you know, I know, uh, pulling you away from some amazing content. We'll get back to it here in a little bit. Uh, shout out to everybody watching us here live at Twitch.tv/PhoenixDownRadio. Uh, we got Ian. We got Nicknar, Rory. Um, Kane was here for a while. You know, a lot of amazing people. Um, King Hawk three thousand. Thank you for the follow. Nick Nahr, thank you for the resub. Um, you guys are all amazing. We love, you know, doing this for you guys and we're glad that you guys can come and enjoy this with us. Um, shout out to everybody out on uh, the, the the Reddit, the subreddit, because they're, you know, doing a good job on monitoring all the posts to make sure that people are tagging things properly so we're not getting spoilers out there. Um, thank you to everybody out on Twitter who is not spoiling things as well. Um, let and letting people enjoy the game they w- the way they want to, and shout out to Square Enix for actually putting out an- another amazing expansion for this wonderful game. So mm-hmm. we're all having a great time playing it. Let's go get back to it. So for my co host Ser Timono, Fortellas Marvelous, I'm Klaus Neitbringer, Wishing everybody a wonderful evening. Thanks for joining us. Take care.
2: <laughs> Phoenix Down
1: Radio is a production of PhoenixDownRadio.com <laughs> and Illusion Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. In-game content for Phoenix Down Radio is a copyright of Square Enix. Open the music for Phoenix Down Radio is provided by Guilty Gear Rocky. Check out the Metal Chocobo theme cover and many other music videos at youtube.com slash guiltygearrocky. Closing music for this episode is provided by Guitar Wanker 90. Please check out their full version of Matoya's Cave and other rock video game covers at youtube.com slash guitarwanker90. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of Phoenix Down Radio and its hosts and do not reflect the views of Square Enix.